0: There's glory in your story. In your story, God is magnified. In your story, it leads to God and what he's done for you and how he brought you through. Welcome to the Gatekeepers podcast, where every listener is affirmed. All right, all right. Welcome to the Gatekeepers podcast where every listener is affirmed. I'm your host for tonight, Pastor Cole. Pastor Corey is cool. And we got some special guests on for tonight. Uh, first, we have the Miss Brittany B is in the building. Hey, hey. Oh, yeah, Brittany. All right. All right, all right, all right. And we have Mr. Charles Gary, better known as Chuck. He's in the building.
1: What's up everybody out there in Gatekeepers Land?
0: Yes sir, yes sir, I appreciate your energy brother. So man, we're here tonight, this is our first episode and we're super excited to get started because we're gonna be talking about things going forward that most of the time doesn't come up in our typical settings. So keep in mind that we'll be talking, um, you know, we're we're ambassadors of the kingdom of God. So we're talking about things from a kingdom perspective, and um, we just, you just want to get down to the bare bones about it. So our, our title and our subject, our title is As a Man Thinks, right? As a man thinks. And then the subtopic, subtitle will be tonight, I'm called and I'm flawed. I'm called and I'm flawed. Anybody out there called and flawed?
1: <laughs> Yes, I uh, will raise my hand on that one, sir.
2: Both yes, sir. Raising both hands on that one, bro.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I got my, I got both of mine up as well. Um, and that's just it, man. We're called, right? But we're flawed. And God still desires to use us. And I believe that this is a big deal um, in the, in church and, and just in our lives and society. We all have things to do. God calls us to these things and he calls us sometimes to hard places. And but we also we tend to revert back to what we know or what we believe that we can't do.
1: Absolutely, and Pastor Corey, let's um, kind of elaborate on we we we're saying that we called and we're flawed. Can we elabor- elaborate on what called is?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> so called meaning God chooses who he decides to choose before all of this stuff was even created before the earth, before we, before we were even formed in our mother's womb, God already had a plan for each and every one of us. So the whole call thing is like God saying, Hey, Brittany, Hey, Mr. Gary, Hey, Pastor Corey, here's what I need for you to do. And because I need, because I have a desire for you to do these things, Here are the gifts associated to equip you to carry out what it is that I'm calling you to. So he doesn't leave us empty-handed. He gives us, he equips us with the gifts to accomplish. And at the same time, we know our stuff. We know what our tendencies are. We know what we might do sometimes on certain occasions. You know, and we also deal with the past. We know what we have done. You know, so, but we're still, God still chooses us to to do this particular task that nobody else can do the way we would do it. So that's why he calls us. He says, hey, Gary, come, come through. Pull up. Here's the work that I have for you. Now we get thrown into the process of becoming who God has called us to be with our flaws and all. Because they're not flaws that he's unaware of. He calls us with those things. Does that make sense?
1: Makes sense, sir. So would you agree that you can be called at any time, that this is not something that has a, a time frame on it?
0: I would agree. I, I would agree. I think the only time frame is God's time. Yeah. So, yeah, whenever he decides to call, the object is pray that we answer the call. <laughs> pray that we answer the call because sometimes we miss and i don't want to talk alone um we need you to um sometimes when he calls us we don't answer initially but it's at that point in time that we should be begin to prepare and put ourselves in environments and situations and connect with people that can help foster and develop us into that call
1: yeah exactly and, and I would add to that, um, in, the, in the calling in itself, you, you've already said that if he's the one doing the calling, then he's going to give you everything that you need to fulfill that calling. And it doesn't have a time frame on it. So um, most of the time, we do run.
0: <laughs>
1: um, once we, you know, know that, you know, and we can, we, we, we know that when the, we have that feeling and that tugging at our hearts, um, that this is what we need to be doing or or even stop doing, um, you know, we, we we, feel that and, and, and know when that comes. Mm-hmm. But sometimes because of what we've already gone through, mm-hmm. uh, because of what we are currently dealing with or currently in, mm-hmm. we think that, it, can't be of God because I know who I am. That's
2: so good. Um, that's so good, bro. I um, was just thinking about the, the flawed aspect of this conversation that we're having. And I know as a very creative person myself, um, definitely having a calling on my life, a lot of times the unworthiness um, that I experience in my humanity and that you know most of us experience I think we need to understand that God understands that there's scripture to back that up there's a scripture that says that we were born into sin shaping into iniquity and so Mm. um, it it the way I've heard this described was like kind of spirit and flesh like the born into sin part was the spiritual aspect of it and the shaping into iniquity is like how we uh how sin in our body um mm. like in our flesh if i'm saying that mm. correctly but i think that something i wish i would have known ahead of time to um walk out my purpose in god's kingdom and for his kingdom in this earth is okay, I'm flawed and, and God knows that because he mm-hmm. told me his word. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, you're moving right along. Like, yes, yes, you're flawed. But just like you were telling me before we opened this uh, conversation, um, Pastor Corey, like mm-hmm. these nerves that I'm feeling right now um, is good because it keeps me reliant. It keeps yes. me reliant on the Holy Spirit. Um, so I think that a lot of times, like just when you when you're entering into a fight if you kind of know what you're what's what you're up against you can better train better prepare or if you know um you are about to walk into a very difficult situation if you kind of know already what's ahead it makes the blow a little less painful so that's my that's my take on on flaw like i just wish i would have known i wish as i um as I have this, as I have been walking with Jesus, especially the mm-hmm. early parts of my discipleship, it's like, I wish that would have been explained like God, God knows that and he told us that we're flawed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he He has, as Charles was saying, like we have everything we need for that particular calling or the, those purposes that God has for us.
0: hmm mm-hmm. Absolutely, Britt. That is so good. That's so good. Um, yeah, that is so good. And I'm a, I'm in agreement because I wish someone would have told me um, that I didn't have to be um, this perfect person in order to fulfill the call of God, or I wasn't less than the call of God on my life because I had tendencies to do things and proclivities and desires. Like I was supposed to be, you know, this special, untainted person, but no, no. He calls us in our with with our sin. Like you say, we were shaped, we were born into sin and shaped in iniquity. Like we we were born to miss, we were born to miss it. We're gonna have tendencies that's gonna cause us to miss it sometimes. God knew that. Yeah. God knows that. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm, Thanks, brother. Um. As you were saying, um, God knew that um, what comes to mind is like all of all of the things that I've done in this flesh that were not godly or the thoughts I have the things I thought in this mind that were ungodly. Um, God is showing me that in in the flawedness of my humanity, that is or those things are the very things that help me connect to other people. Like this calling, the calling that we have on our life, um, those flaws are in direct connection with that calling too, because those are your people. Like everybody has a sound, a specific Mm. sound in the earth. Um, Your sound is different from mine, Corey, and your sound is different from mine, Charles. And it's like, we attract certain people based off of those flaws too, um, I think a lot of times, uh, well, I know without the help of the Holy Spirit, we tend to, um, we have like a, a misguided energy. Like we, we, we,
0: Ooh.
2: uh, help me Holy Ghost.
0: Ooh, help tend, a Holy Ghost.
2: <laughs> <laughs> tend to, if we are not aligned with the Holy Spirit, whether yeah. we have been saved or not, it's like that same passionate energy, uh, can be misguided and misdirected. So, yeah. I, I mean, like, thinking about the Apostle Paul was yeah. out here persecuting the church. He was out here slaying folks yeah. in the name of Yahweh, right? Yeah. But yeah. then when he has this encounter on the road uh, to Damascus, um, Jesus is like, yo, why are, you, why are you persecuting me? Why are you killing my people? Why are you killing me? And he mm. did not know. He did not know so that same he was what Jesus did was he looked my God he turned him there was a complete repentance he turned him and showed him the way and helped him uh take that focus and point it toward him so it's like Paul was uh out here persecuting the church had had the 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 right amount of morale if you will um but it was just misguided and it just makes me think of um leaders that Um, who have uh, demolished humanity. When you think of Adolf Hitler, or you think of like uh, Osama bin Laden, like just imagine that same energy was guided properly by the power of the Holy Spirit. My God, the world we set on fire and I'm talking about the fire of God.
1: Yes. Yes. I do, I, I so agree and feel where you're coming from because and, and, and the thing is, guys, we can take, you know, our flawedness, if there is a word, um, and once it comes under the subjection of the Holy Spirit, of the Holy Ghost, mm. and that then turns us into a powerful house, um, and, and 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 God doesn't take anything away. Once we come mm. under, under his guidance and, and under his leadership and under his rule, he uses that which he has already placed in us. And once we begin to use it for his kingdom, then that's where our power comes from.
0: Mr. Gary, Charles, that's really good, brother. That's really good, man. God, Brittany, that's really good. God does not cause us to, or expect us to divorce our personalities. They just need to be directed and, and and guided by the right things. So the the same man, the same man that moves kilos of cocaine, is a CEO of his own company, guided in the right way. So we have these gifts and these talents, yes, and, our, and our, you know what I'm saying? Our personalities and dispositions were given to us by God on purpose, but somewhere along the way we got dropped or. You know, we learned things that we should not have learned, or we didn't know how to deal, or whatever that was.
2: Whoa, my God, that's so good. When you just said, okay, so when you start talking that talk, when you start talking like that brother who moving, I don't know, something about some kilos of cocaine, right? When you yeah. think about that thing, when you break that thing down and you look at Ephesians, okay, I don't know which part of Ephesians, but the part where, um, it's talking about the different grace anointings, like the, the, uh, the, the anointing of apostleship and of, uh, the prophetic and things like that. Right. So I'm just thinking like this brother who is moving kilos of cocaine, right. He actually, my God, he embodies the, uh, uh, the grace anointing of an apostle because an apostle is a builder. You ain't moving them kilos of cocaine by yourself. You got people. You know you, you're 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 pushing you're pushing that weight if you will, um, and you distribute it into different parts of neighborhoods. Or however however that thing works. but uh-huh. it is the, he, this man or this woman who is uh, pushing weight, so to speak. She ain't he or she isn't pushing weight by themselves. They are literally imbi- they, they embody the grace anointing of an apostle, which is a builder. We already yeah. got it in us. It's already yeah. there. Like it, yeah. it's just misguided because yeah. we're born into sin, shaping into iniquity. But when the Holy, when we we, uh, we when we encounter Jesus for the first time, all of that uh, uh, are different. Like you say, you said that, man, we don't, God doesn't want us to divorce uh, from our personality. Like that's what makes mm-hmm. us us. And I just think about the, before I met you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Okay, I think about that, but I just think about the knitting part. It's like, everybody's so unique, like, mm-hmm. God sprinkled me with a little bit of uh, sensitivity and a little bit of humor and a little bit of, you know, uh, like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very sensitive to certain textures and different things like that, that makes me a better painter, like, it's so many different things, a lot of times, the things that we feel are, are flaws or make us, the things that make us different that other people don't understand or that we may have been bullied or picked on those things are actually what's going to advance the kingdom. Like I am one who is, I'm very sensitive, but not just in the sense of crying or or just like feeling emotion, but I'm just, I'm sensitive like in my flesh as well. Like certain textures bother me, you know, and certain Mm. things that looks like autism, but Mm. some of the most brilliant, brilliant people in this world. So it's like,
1: Hmm. Yeah. So, Miss, so Miss um, Brittany, I'ma throw this out there. So, what you're saying is that can God still use you after all you've been through?
2: Absolutely. I think that's when when He uses you best. I think that's when He actually uh, set show your trek, your journey in motion. For real, for real. Like where yeah. who is born. <laughs> Um, I think about uh, my son, who is two years old right now, in a hospital room, hospital bed, and mm. he has cerebral palsy. He experienced a brain injury at birth. My uterus ruptured. He died, for real, for real, and was resuscitated. But wow. it's like this kid is so brilliant. He does not have control over his physical faculties, but mentally, he's fully there. Like to the point where. We have a communication device for him, and he can talk on the communication device with his eyes. He can click things with his eyes, and mm-hmm. it's like even Jesus. though he has these uh, these different ailments, like he is sick, he you know he he doesn't uh, perform like the average human being. The lives that he touches on a daily basis when he's in the hospital or he's home with his therapist or whatever or just with the siblings or near his dad it's just powerful and profound um to see god through him and how god uses him Um, to do certain things like talking to my daughter uh, a couple of weeks ago he was saying hey what's your name that's what he said on the little computer the communication device she's like my name's faith don't you remember you know he's like i Mm -hmm. like talking to you you know what i'm saying
1: that's yeah.
2: that is glory.
1: Yeah, that yeah. is
2: glory. So yeah. absolutely, I think God uses you best um, when you when you've done all that you have done that wasn't pleasing to Him in the past.
0: Yes. Oh my goodness, Brittany. Oh my God, I am bursting internally. Um, Raphael is showing us that you don't have to be a cookie cutter individual to be effective for the kingdom of god like we can take our um air quote issues and still use them bible tells us that um god's strength is made perfect in our weakness so we all want to be everybody want to be strong but nobody wants to be weak paul talked about that he glories in his infirmities because I know, um, I know with, with with having infirmities and to be able to have the perspective that I can see this as a good thing, the power of God will work through that thing. It's the hindrance comes from us not thinking that we're we have the ability or that we're worthy of having the gift of God work through us because I got this thing or I got that thing. You know, if it might be something physical, it might be something I was born like. We make all sorts of, we give all sorts of reasons, all sorts of credence to why God can't. But it's just that thing. God says, stretch out your hand. The thing that you're ashamed of, the thing that shames other people, that embarrasses other people, stretch that out. That I might be able, that I will be able to use it. But we like to hide, (laughs) right? We like to hide. Brittany, Brittany, before she came on, she said, oh, I'm I'm nervous. When, When? Where those things those things went away. And sometimes our our issues or our um resistance to what we're getting ready to do goes away as soon as we step in. When we step into it, the gift kicks in. Does that make sense, y'all?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um yeah, I, I do do believe that not until you make that step or uh, mm-hmm. you you get anything. I don't believe um, the Holy Spirit is activated because mm. he's he is he is there, you know, to strengthen, to, you know, to give you guidance and direction, um, and to, you know, encourage you in, in the thing that you're doing. So if you're not doing anything, then how can he be activated? Mm. You got to give him room to activate. So that means you got to get in it first. You got to step Ooh. in it
0: first. Ooh
1: yes Chuck yes
2: yes yes it's all about surrender that's what I kept hearing as you were talking Charles surrender if we don't mm. step in like step into that thing the way it's activated is through surrender and obedience mm. which is surrender Oof.
0: Oof. man y'all y'all man y'all smart y'all wise and y'all important I am... Have... Yeah, I'm man, I'm super inspired. I can hardly contain myself. And I'm not saying this for audio's sake. This is real live, real deal. As a man thinks, that's what we are. It doesn't matter what anybody tells us, what they say to us. If we don't, whatever we think we are, that's what we are. So if I think I can't, guess what? I'm Absolutely. right. Yes. I'm right. <laughs> if I don't think I can, that's I'm right. So we gotta shift, man. We gotta we gotta shift. And it doesn't happen overnight, but it can happen daily. It can't happen daily. It can't happen daily.
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. All right. So check it, check this out, right? All right. So with all that, we understand we got these gifts and we un- we're seemingly understanding that he uses he uses our weakness for that. Um, in that he uses our weakness, but with the stuff that we've been through, the things that prevent us from from stepping in, as we've been saying. That's usually our past stuff. Some of it is our present stuff, but it's typically our past stuff. So, should I tell my, should I tell somebody my testimony? Is it important? And will they will they receive from me if they know my past?
1: Absolutely. I think you 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 have to. Um, I think the only way um, one for yourself to recognize change and and see that there's there's been change is to, to know you have a story, first of all. And then once you know you have a story, then you can then tell that story and then free someone else from maybe the you know the same pain, the same bondage um, yeah. that they possibly could be going, you know, in or going through right, right at that moment. Uh, but you, you first got to know and and believe that you have uh, a story to tell. Mm.
0: B, what say you? What say you, B?
2: I say, um, I definitely agree with Charles. I think that when we share our story, we are pulling people out of bondage just by opening our mouths because you never know, depending on how you're speaking, whether you're speaking to um, a mass of people or one person, you don't know their story. That's why you share yours. Um, it creates space uh, for safety. But mm. I just think about, um, again, like I said before, everybody has a sound in this earth and they are, we have our people that are relying on us to walk in freedom that they may have the courage to do the same. Yes. Um, I lost my train of thought, honestly. I had something else to say. It's going to come back, but I definitely agree with what you said, Charles.
0: Yeah, I do. I do. I agree. I agree as well. Our story, man. Our story and the things that we've gone through in our lives is not for us. We were just the first to experience it. It's hopeful that we get through, and when we get through, that's how we overcome. Right? Scripture tells us we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of the testimony. So, what good is it having been through all these tests and have garnered a testimony, but we are unwilling to share it? Right, you know
1: what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm
0: saying? We're unwilling to share it, and that means that someone else's freedom, someone else's. Uh, unlocking is trapped in our unwillingness to express our own testimony to share our stories.
1: Yeah, because I, I I believe people thrive on, you know, you can you can say, you know, I'm saved. You can say I'm delivered. You can you can say I've been set free. But where's where's the proof in that? Mm. And I and I think through our story. We give credence to this is what the Lord has done, mm. um, and I and I think that adds a little bit more to you know for for the other person to believe. It, it mm. opens up that window of belief, you know, for the other person that, that may not be at that same level of belief that you are. Not that they don't have belief, mm-hmm. but they may need help with their unbelief. That's good, Chuck
0: that's good sir and accurate we we tell people what we've gone through and how not just that we have been through it but how did i get through and we make sure that we we direct the credit to where it's supposed to be right if god helped to bring us through we have to glorify his name in that and also be relatable enough to affect someone else's change because i'm sharing and i'm and you know what? You look like me. You dress like me. We kind of come from the same area. So if if it happened for you, if God has done it for you, surely, 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 He can do it for me. But they don't. They may not know that. They may they may not have known that until we've shared it. A lot of us think that whatever we're going through, that's just our lot, lot in life, just the way it is. You know, it's just was it just what it's just what happens. Most of the stuff that happens, it doesn't happen to us; it happens for us. We just have Absolutely. to shift out. You know what I'm saying? We just got to shift our perspective.
1: Yeah, there you know is. Yeah, there is purpose mm. in everything that we've had to deal with, Um, and I think you know, like, like you said, I think sometimes we feel like we're the only one going through it. And at, and at that particular time, you may, you may feel that way, you know, but once you begin to share and say, you know, this is what I deal with and this is how I got through, then, you know, there may be somebody else who you can prevent, you know, from going through that same thing. But, if but if you never release it, you know, then they'll, you know, that part of their help may not ever come. So,
2: Bro, you took the words out of my mouth. That's the thing that I lost my train of thought on, Charles. The the notion of um, the enemy wants us to think that we're the only one going through the thing that we're going through. And if we don't speak up, if we don't share our story, and somebody stays in bondage and thinks that they are the only one that's struggling with this or that, um, Man, that's
0: so good. Mm-hmm. It is. And and that and it's so easy. Oh, it's so it's so easy um, to think that you're the only person that's going through it. Because for one of the reasons, is nobody has you haven't read you haven't reached anybody um, that has said that they've gone through it. And then that falls into the hands of the enemy of our soul because it keeps us isolated, even in our stories. So to keep our stories isolated to our own minds, it cuts us off from, 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 from the connectivity to other people. Some people you don't even know. I've been on a train, on a bus, on a plane. You don't know them. You share something and then you're like, oh man, there's an immediate connection because they can identify. There's no coincidences. We meet people for a purpose. We run into people for a purpose. We get mistaken phone calls, oh, my bad, wrong number. That's for a purpose, not just the wrong number thing.
1: Absolutely, Pastor Corey. And I think we, you know, as believers, sometimes, you know, we will even ask the question, you know, who's going to listen to me, you know, mm. uh, because of my past. You know, we, we, we think that, you know, we've done too much or gone too far or um, that even after salvation we fear that nobody is going to listen to me because they know where I come from they know what I did they maybe maybe even know what I'm doing right now mm. and, and we have a and, that, and that's the trap of the enemy also to, is to keep us you know silent you know um, because of the struggles that we've had in the past you know
0: yeah yeah so absolutely chuck and i just got i just got a just got a message from our executive producer uh some comments that are in our chat um based on the conversation you know there's some folks out there <clears throat> that are listening so i'm gonna read a couple of those because it's going to increase our faith and increase our confidence in this thing um somebody says yes i'm not sure to what <laughs> they say yes with like five or six exclamation points um so some, someone said kingdom building up in here um uh, someone mentioned ephesians four you see we got a couple of fire three fire emojis um some great examples <clears throat> uh someone said thought life is everything uh, someone else said that thing uh someone said that's good someone said surrender um Know that you have a story, that's good. And what there's something there was some other there were some others in here as well. Let me get to those. Okay, uh, what was this? Know you have a story. Uh, create space of safety. Someone said that's good. It happens for us. Um, isolation. Yeah. So, this is encouraging to me because that means a people are listening, and b we're making an impact already. God is making an impact already. So he was very intentional when this even came about. Y'all still
1: there? Yes, sir. I'm here.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done talking, man. <clears throat> I'm done talking. I'm just saying God was intentional when he said, you know, when his podcast came came to fruition.
1: Absolutely, because, you know, the the purpose, you know, the end end result is what we want to do, is to let, you know, people who are watching, who are listening know um, that no matter what you've gone through, what, you know, no matter where you are currently, um, uh, no matter what your past has been, you're still usable by God. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Absolutely, nothing, nothing is wasted in the kingdom. Nothing is wasted. Everything that we've been through, um, they're ingredients for who we're supposed to become. He uses everything. He uses the abandonment. He uses the molestation. He uses the rape. He uses the, you know, tough school years he uses he uses the bullying he uses everything he uses for the good of those that love him and that are called according to his purpose
2: bro i think that um it's very fitting for you to pray for our audience members those that may not feel like they are seen or heard um
0: that the Father would affirm them as we wrap up. Mm. Amen. 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 Let us pray. Father God, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus. First, we'd like to say thank you. you. We thank you for just the fact that you're a God who's always on his job. We thank you for the fact that you watch over us, God, and, and you keep us um, from all danger and things seen and unseen. We experience things, but God, you're still sovereign. Yes. And we, and we thank you for that, Lord. So right now, on this Gatekeeper's initial podcast episode, where every listener is affirmed, right now, we like to we like to affirm those that are on the cast right now, and also those that might be listening. You are valuable. Yes. You are worthy. Yes. You are necessary. Absolutely. You are important. Yes. God doesn't, God don't make no junk. You are not a mistake. God knows what happened to you. Yes. But that does not disqualify you from anything or any work or any work of God that you have to do it's because of those things that you're qualified. Yes. People like to talk to people who's, who've been through some things. So the fact that you have been through things are a qualifier for you. We overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. Oh, yes. So don't be afraid to share your testimony. Share what you've been through because look, you made it. You made it through. Now it's time to return the favor and help someone else get through.
1: Yes.
0: You are more than a conqueror. You can do all things, even though you may not have time, you can do all things through Christ. Yes. God loves you. And we here at the Gatekeepers podcast, we love you. Yes. With the love of Christ. We thank you for listening and we look forward to you stepping out into the water. It's in Jesus' name we pray, Jesus name. Amen. 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 amen, 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 amen. Hey, that, hey, hey, hey. that was good y'all.